What's up, thickies? It is early Monday morning. What is happening? Back in studio, man. The Calabas Fight Companion ran a little long last night. You know what? When you do a Calabas Fight Companion for boxing, you forget boxing takes forever. I think the show was, what, four hours? Four hours and 20 minutes, something like that. Listen, there's nothing in this world I want to do for four hours and 20 minutes besides hanging with my kids. Outside that, there's nothing I want to watch for four hours and 20 minutes. I mean, it was a good show, though. I was entertaining for four hours, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, 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 I'll edit out 20 minutes, but uh, for four hours, it was solid. Probably my, my, definitely my favorite uh, Calabasas fight companion. Rampage was fantastic. He went back to the vintage uh, pride stories, stuff like that. He's mm-hmm. just a funny dude, too, man. Of course, felt vintage, uh, old school, Rogan fight companion vibes because we had Brian the Kid Callum back. Josh Thompson was great, and of course the powerful Bradley Martin. It was a good crew, man. It was a really, really good crew. Kicked off with Tommy Fury four rounds with T Rex Taylor, um, <laughs> smallest arms you've ever seen. I, I think uh, <clears throat> you know I've never seen Tommy Fury fight. I've seen his opponents, so. I assumed, you know, he's not a world beater right now, nor should he be. You know, he's a cruiserweight. I think he would struggle fighting Jake Paul. I, I know he wants that fight, and I think uh, Jake mentioned that fight. But I just, I don't think that's the smartest choice for Tommy. I don't know what he wants to do. Is Tommy's plans to to be like his brother and go through the, you know, gamut of, you know, monsters at cruiserweight? It's going to take him a hot second if that's the plan. If his plan is just to make the most money, get the most notoriety, should try to get that Jake Paul fight. But I think I agree with Jake Paul that that Tommy Fury fight's easier for him than the Woodley fight. That's for sure. That's for sure. Especially seeing Joe only for four rounds against the T-Rex there. Um, he didn't look great. Now, that could be a matter of Anthony Taylor's just an awkward dude. He's an MMA fighter. So, you know, Tommy Fury's, I'm sure he's never sparred with MMA guys. He's used to that traditional boxing style. Anthony Taylor has really short arms. His movement's different. So Tommy Fury, it's the first time he's seen it. You only got four rounds. So I'll give him that. It was sloppy. I'll give him that. But if you're Tommy Fury, you know, you, you should have starched that dude. But, you know, hat off to Anthony Taylor. He's a tough dude. For Yeah, for Tommy Fury, though, you, you look at his record and you're like, oh, I get why he fought the guy who's four and 7,000 or whatever he was. Um, <laughs> so he just has a ways to go, and I just don't think he wants that Jake Paul smoke. He doesn't. The Amanda Serrano fight, she's such a beast, man. She's so goddamn good. She was good. You had the big, you know, sloppy heavyweights. So it was good. It was good overall. It's just four hours too long for anything, dude. MVP of the night would be Rampage Jackson. He was fantastic. Um, I thought we were going to have some issues because, you know, Rampage, when he agreed, he's like, yeah, I just hate coming to L.A. I'm like, I know, man, I got you. He's like, all right, you got to get me a car. I'm like, you got it. Look at Casey Conner's face. He's like, you got it. You know, I'm my team here, Thick Boy uh, Network's here. And I go, yo, Rampage is down to come, but we got to provide him a car. Rampage texts me, and then his manager, Tiki, texts me. And they're like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, what? They're like, uh, there's this busted-ass Prius here to pick up Rampage. I'm like, no, it's supposed to be like a Escalator, like a black car. And, he's, and then uh, Rampage like, well, not only is it a Prius, but it's the worst Prius I've ever seen. I was like, I am so sorry, dude. Uh, but he's a good sport, jumped in there, still came down here. But God, did they... They lit me up for that, and so apologize to Rampage for that. He said, yeah, man, the worst part is I'm in this new apartment complex. There's all these 
dime piece girls out front. And he goes, and I walked out. I again, this bust has Prius. He's so funny, man. But uh, yeah, overall, good night, man. <clears throat> we probably could have done the. We could probably could have started about uh, two hours later. You know, that probably been you know for the most bang for your buck. But dude, the yeah, I think it was a little stressed when I got here when they told me you know showtime peeps were like yeah we they won't walk to eight. I'm like oh shit, it's four thirty. We got some we got some ground to cover here. But with those guys, man, we we could have went longer. Thank God, thank God, we had the right crew there. Fun show, man. Fun show. So let's get into it with Jake Paul Woodley. My friends, and including me, a, a lot of people I know put money on Woodley, which in hindsight, you know, that that's the safe bet because going into this fight, there's so much unknown with Jake Paul. Go Before this fight, we had no idea what to expect out of Jake Paul. We've seen him starch the likes of Nate Robinson and Ben Askren, but we don't know much. You had no idea what the kid was capable of. We don't know if he's a real fighter. We don't know if when he gets hit, how it goes. We don't know if he loses a round, if he can deal with it mentally and bounce back. You know, you you hear uh, from, you know, around the water cooler that in his training camp, this guy's going with pros and he's doing well and, you know, he can do this and this could be an easier fight for him. But we've heard this before from guys. So, you know, the, the unknown with Jake Paul uh, no matter what happened uh, last night d- during that fight, w- more questions we answer about Jake Paul than Woodley. We know Woodley. Well, Woodley's a Hall of Famer. If Woodley went in there and got starts, yeah, it's a black guy in his career, but it's not the end of the world. He's put in so much work. He's beat some of the very best guys uh, of all time in that welterweight division. He's a champion. Like He's a monster. His legacy's set, cemented. He's good. So we know that about Woodley. We, we know what he does. And if you watch his last few fights, you know he's been tentative. And then he's also got out grappled, which is unlike Woodley. And he's even said he hasn't, you know, felt like being in there and stuff like that. So, you know, I was banking on Woodley coming in ready to fight, which I think he did. I wasn't banking on Jake Paul being good, man. Jake Paul, he's good. He's good. He's like kicking box. The kid's fucking good, man. He is. He's an anomaly. He's he's uh he's an outlier, man. He just, to be able to beat Woodley, to be able to beat Ben Askren, Nate Robinson's whatever. But the, to beat a legit Ben Askren, a legit Woodley. But not only did he beat Woodley, but he was composed. He had faints. He got rocked. He did lose, I think, two to three rounds, and still was able to come out and control the pace and land bigger shots and capitalize on certain situations. I know, I know the guy gets a lot of hate, but the one thing you can't say is the the kid doesn't, you know, have what it takes. You know, he he answered a lot of questions. Now, is he going to beat Canelo or Earl Spence? Where the hell you guys want to see? No, come on, stop. The kid has four fights now. Four fights. Look at look at his first four fights compared to Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury has way more experience. He's been a boxer way longer. He went four rounds with a guy with a twelve inch reach. You know what I'm saying? Like, think of that. So as much hate and negativity people want to throw Jake Paul's way, can't really take it from him. The kid's kind of an outlier. The kid's pretty fucking talented. He's really dedicated to boxing, and it showed last night. It showed. You guys don't want to admit it, or some of you do, some of you don't, but you got to give it to him. Now, you know, with Woodley, is you know, could Woodley beat uh, a top-tier boxer? No, especially last night. His thing, losing that fight, when he decided to go and, and throw and kind of let loose, he landed, but he just wasn't active enough. He just 
didn't throw enough punches. And this has been the same issue they've had in the UFC. He's very tentative and he tries to land that big counter punch. Um, you know, he doesn't fight great going backwards. And in this fight, he's going forward, but he just wasn't active enough. And Jake Paul was capitalized on it and was just more active. That's all this was. You know, there was, you know, Woodley had the probably the best shot of the night. He probably did the most damage in what that fourth or fifth fourth, round, yeah. fourth round. Um, we knocked Jake out of the uh, out of the ropes there. That's probably the biggest shot of the entire night. But you know, that's why I was like, "Oh, Jake kind of sh- screwed." Well, he was wobbled, uh, used good footwork, you know, covered up, shelled up, weathered the storm, came back and won the next round. That's a fighter, man. That's a fighter. Now I know he's not beating Canelo, or you know, he's not beating the Triple Gs of the world. But to only have four fights, man. Goddamn, kid's good. He's an outlier. He's just an outlier. My question for him, and this is why I uh, asked the guys last night, is I just don't know the ceiling. Because even though he's an outlier and doing what he's doing, there's a ceiling. You know, there's there's not enough hours in the day for him to train and download all the experience and what it's going to take for him to compete with, like, real high-level boxers. Just not... Seeing the UFC, you got guys like Greg Hardy, who's an outlier, you know, was an all pro uh, for the Carolina Panthers, played for the Dallas Cowboys. So when it comes to freak athletes, he's the freak athlete. But again, at his age, you know, it's just to learn a language that you've only been trying to do for maybe how long is Greg Hardy? Maybe six years. When these guys have been doing, you know, for 20 years, 15 years, you know, they've dedicated their lives to it. There's just not enough hours in the day. The good thing is, Jake Paul's young. But I think in order for him to reach a ceiling that he wants to get to, he, he's he's going to have to jump through some fire, man, because off to the races after Woodley. So we've done he's done the MMA thing. That's over. I mean, when I say it's over, meaning Woodley's background is wrestling. Ben Askren's background is wrestling. So he's going to have an advantage in that, right? Kitchen box. He's better box than both of them. Okay, learned that. So now if he does want to keep doing the MMA thing, um, it's going to have to be a striker. It's going to have to be like an Anderson Silva, uh, one of the Diaz bros, um, you know, maybe potentially a, a Conor McGregor, which I don't know what weight they would fight at. I know he wants that fight. I, I don't know, I don't know the, how that's going to go down, but he's going to have to fight a upper echelon striking um, specialist if he's going to continue in the MMA kind of lane. And those are the really only guys I can think of. Let's take a little break from breaking down all the fight world because did you forget something at the store? What do you want? You snacker like me? Sip on drinks nonstop like your boy here? Well, guess what? You can get it in 30 minutes with DoorDash. Dinner, check. Do it check. Morning pick-me-up from Dunkin'. Not a huge fan of their coffee, but if you are, we got you covered with DoorDash. Everything you need, whenever you need it with my friends at DoorDash, man. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now, right to your door. Whatever you need. They have over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, uh, Canada, Australia. You can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. For limited time, you guys get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app, enter the code BTB. That's 25% off and up to $10 value of zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter the code BTB. Don't forget that's code BTB for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. 
Oh my God, it's that time of year and I can't wait. The NFL is back, baby, baby. My Broncos got certain rookie of the year, defense player of the year, pro baller, not a big deal. Our offense sucks, whatever, dude. Bet with DraftKings, official sports bet partner of the NFL. It's given all new players a can't miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 in any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly. No matter what, take advantage of this limit time offer right now you heard it right DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game head to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts plus you make every game a big game with the same game parlays download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code BTB to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game that's any game in the first week that's promo code BTB to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. For limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports bet partner of the UFC and NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I love Tommy Fury. Not for his boxing skills. I love him for his brother, and I love him for being on Love Island. He's my favorite character on Love Island. I like his girlfriend too. Uh, but outside that, like I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not paying to watch him box. And that was the first time I've seen him box, and he has a shit ton of work to do. He he has a he has a longer way to go than Jake Paul. How crazy is that to say? His skill set is not as polished as Jake Paul. Not even close. Um, again, he went four rounds with T Rex, and it was just it was it was a bit of a shit show. It's a bit, you know, you're not you're not walking away from that and being like that kid's a world beater. Uh-huh. He just has a, and he's young though too. He has a long ways to go. But um, I just don't. If I'm Jake Paul, you know, I, I know the whole thing is oh let's see him fight a boxer. Like I was at Starbucks morning. Like how do you think you do against Canelo? I'm like just give me my fucking coffee. Um, but <clears throat> for him to check that box of fighting a boxer, if you're looking for the easiest opponent possible, it'd be Tommy Fury. But I just, you know, if you're trying to keep this momentum, I don't think that does it. I don't. Uh, a guy like Anderson Silva would. <sighs> when you think that, and that's the thing, I, I get nervous when I talk about Jake's next fight because it, it's really off to the races now, man. You're not going to fight another grappler who, you know, wants to do some striking with you because, you know, they didn't think you could box. Now most of these guys, these MMA guys, these UFC alumni guys, or even their current UFC champs, um, even they won't say it, but you earned a little respect from them. They they know that you're not just this flash in a pan YouTuber Disney character who's just knocking out wrestlers. Like they saw that Woodley fight, went okay, guarantee you every single one went okay. Mm-hmm. So your next guy's not gonna the 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 cat's out of the box. The next guy's not gonna take you lightly, and the, his management has to be very careful on who, what opponent they choose because. You know, in this room, if you heard Anderson Silva, Jake Paul, where are you going? Did you see Anderson Silva versus Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.? Fuck, dude. You know good Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is a boxing? I mean, he grew up in diapers. His dad's literally the greatest Mexican boxer to ever put on gloves. He's a walking legend. He has a fucking statue in Mexico City. Even to this day, he sold out the most watched in-person boxing match of all time that's his father man so he had a lot of pressure on him his dad's giving him tips um he sure as fuck not gonna fight julio chavez uh jr (sighs) 
and well, Anderson Silva did do him, but again, that was an exhibition fight. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I, I would assume Julio Chavez Jr. and even his dad said something leading up to the fight. You know, his dad fought on the weird undercard where he had headgear on. That's whatever. Legends can do whatever the fuck they want. My him, Mike Tyson, they can fight with their nuts hanging out the back. I don't care. They've earned it. But his dad was like, "Yeah, my son just didn't train. Like I told him to do camp with me and train like I do, and he just that's not what he does. He's lazy." So I think that's a matter of Julio Chavez Jr. not taking the fight serious and dealing with a fucking technician, Ashton Silva, and he, he fucked him up, man. You know, he he put it on him. So I just think <clears throat> maybe Julio just didn't take it serious, and that's why that didn't go his way. But I just don't know what you do with Jake Paul. And the other thing is, a ton of people throw ideas at me all the time. You know, when I was in La Jolla, they're asking me, what, what if he fought McGregor? What about Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz, Mike Perry? Like, you guys are throwing all these UFC fighters at me. If a guy is associated with the UFC, like currently under contract, like Woodley was out of contract, Ben Askren out of contract. So those are easy deals to get done. If you touch a guy who's under contract, McGregor, the Nate Bros, Mike Perry, name anybody else you want, uh, Kamar Usman, Colby Covington, Darren Till, anybody who you want to see Jake Paul, Jake Paul fight, the only way that even moves an inch as if Dana gives him the okay, and Dana is therefore a partner in it. So it'd be a UFC Showtime production, which they've done with Connor and Floyd. But here's the thing, people. They hate each other. So it's going to be tough to get done. They fucking hate each other, okay? So it's going to be a tough deal to get done. But you know what They both of them like, what they do have in common? They love money. So uh, if you could somehow propose a huge payday for Dana and whichever fighter wants to take that fight, I think they would be all heirs because views are views, man. What's on Showtime, UFC, it's good for the business, the fight business. So before you keep throwing out UFC names, you got to realize that gets pretty complicated because Dana's going to have to sign off on that. And clearly Dana does it. He's not the biggest fan of Jake Paul. I will say this. When they when Jake Paul goes, if I see Dana, whatever, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Hats off to Dana, his comeback where he goes, and this is this is sounds like it's uh, you know, get in line. So many people want to beat me up, but also it's on par for him because I'm 52 years old and he's fighting 50 year olds, dude. It was such a good comeback, man. Um, such a good comeback. Hey man, a lot of y'all dehydrated out there, man. Maybe you had a big weekend of sipping on grandpa's old cough medicine, or maybe just working hard in the gym and you need electrolytes. That's where my friends at Element got you covered, man. Electrolyte deficiency or imbalances can cause symptoms, headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness. Stay hydrated with Element, all right? Athletes, you're sweating nonstop. Whatever you got going on, we're going to get those electrolytes right back in your body. Everyone needs electrolytes, especially those on low-carb diets. What are you doing? Intermittent fasting, extended fasting, you're working out. You got to be covered with some electrolytes, man. Otherwise, you're going to fizzle out. You're going to fizzle out. You don't need all that sugary stuff around healthy stuff. In Element, there's none of that stuff. We're talking about real drinks backed by science. U.S. Olympic team use it. We got NFL, NBA players, special forces players. You're welcome for your freedom. All right, try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend. We'll give you your money back, no questions asked. All right, if you're watching this show, you can try this for free. Element has a very special offer just for the Below the Belt listeners and viewers. Claim your free Element sample pack. You only cover the cost of shipping. 
Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash BTB. That's drinklmnt.com slash BTB to try it for free. Element. I have no idea what to expect for Jake. I don't know. And the thing is, is if the UFC doesn't want to play ball with him, or maybe it's just bad timing, it's not going to work this year, something like that. Then you have, you know, you got the Woodley rematch you could do, which I don't think would generate uh, as many eyeballs because we've kind of seen it, right? And the, again, the cat's out of the bag. We know Jake now is pretty fucking legit uh, for what for his lane, not compared to like Canelo stuff like that. Take it easy. But the, the kid, the kid's, uh, you know, he's an outlier when it comes to this for only training for three years. So I just don't know what you do with him. Anderson Silva makes sense. His brother, they're not going to do it yet. They're gonna, that's going to be their last hurrah before he walks away and makes all the money in the world uh, in this fight game. Uh, he did say he'd fight Woodley if Woodley got tattooed. Woodley's like, I'll do it. And then they started jumping around all frantically, which is hilarious. Uh, I love how close those brothers are. But then uh, Woodley goes, well, all we get the tattoo is if we do the rematch and I lose again. It's like, all right, well, that's out because that's not the deal. And there's no really incentive for Jake Paul to do it. The only way Woodley and Jake Paul two happens again is if Jake Paul has no other options. That's the only way that happens again. We've seen it. That it's out. We've we've seen that it's 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 been done. As Logan Paul said, uh, it's old news. It's old news, man. So uh, if he wants to stay active and wants to highlight real, he could fight Tommy Fury. I don't think that does crazy views, but you know Tommy Fury's bit pretty big over in the UK. Jake Paul's fans would watch him in a hot dog eating contest, so he's always going to sell. So that might do it. But as I told Schultz too, I know I'm bouncing around here, but as I told Schultz on Flagrant 2, he goes, there's no way Woodley versus Paul's going to be bigger than Askren. I went, dude, you're out of your mind, dude. The, the, this, it's like a snowball effect. Every win he's getting is getting bigger and bigger and bigger because, like, my dad, he was like, he, he uh, was in town. I was working, so he's with my family, so I wasn't there. And then... You know, I was like, Dad, I, I get I go to work at four. So I was with him for a few hours, barely saw him. I go to work. He's like, for what? I'm like, oh, it's Woodley, Jake Paul. And he's like, what? Jake Paul's fighting Woodley? I'm like, yeah, man. What planet do you live on? And he was just like, yeah, really? And he's like, this is a terrible fight for Paul. I'm like, maybe. We, we don't know. And then when I came home, he's like, holy shit, Jake Paul beat him? I was like, yeah. My dad goes, I'll watch his next fight. Mm. So now it like gave... The common fan, like, check. Oh, shit. He beat Woodley? Shit. I'll watch the next fight. Because remember, unless your ball's deep in the game, which a lot of you guys are watching or listening to this or the people in this room, you know Woodley as this monster. You don't remember. People don't really remember, like, the last, uh, you know, the last kind of three holes of somebody's career to put into golf uh, references. Like, you remember Woodley's body of work, that monster, dude, the Hendricks, the Roy McDonald fights, like the Josh Koscheck's, like he's gotten so many great fights. Like that's how the common fan knows him. You don't know that he hasn't won a fucking round in I don't know how long. Well, he won rounds last night. I'll give him two to three rounds. Mm-hmm. I'll give him three rounds probably. In MMA, he hasn't won a round a hot second. My dad didn't know that. And then when I go, yeah, he beat Woodley. My dad's like, holy shit, really? I'm going to watch the next one. I wonder how many people are going to do that, especially if it's a decent name. And especially when I told my dad, I went, maybe he could fight Anderson. My dad goes, no, he wouldn't fight Anderson. I'm like, well, no, he would. He would definitely fight Anderson Silva. He goes, that's a terrible idea. I'm like, is it? That's the thing with this. Is it? I don't know, man. 
I don't know what to tell you guys. I have no idea what his ceiling is. And the one thing that I actually loved about his post-fight con- uh, press conference is, you know, he's an arrogant dude leading into it and he does all those antics. That's that YouTube shit, man, which is fine. That, that's the world he comes from. And that's why he doesn't get nervous and he's cool, calm, and collected under pressure. Even though he's fighting a monster in Woodley, he doesn't care. His brother didn't care. He fought Floyd Mayweather. They have this crazy skill set where that stuff doesn't bother him. But what's crazy to me is in that post-fight press conference when he goes, I didn't do great tonight. I give myself a C minus or a C. I like, I have so much more to show. Like I didn't look great in there. I went, Hmm, that's usually a sign of a smart guy who knows exactly where he's at, what he's capable of. And he didn't show up because he was like, dude, I whooped his ass. It's firing all cylinders. Best I've ever looked. It shows that he's humble. And it also shows awareness that he does have growth. And that's such a good sign. If you're Jake Paul fan, that's such a good sign. Yeah, and you see these high-level UFC guys say it all the time. Not my best performance. It's like, dude, you knocked that guy out in two minutes with a head kick. I'm like, I know, but I was a little off. I, my footwork was out. Like, you want those those guys to to be critical of their performances. You don't want the guy just being like, oh, it was flawless because that was not flawless in any facet. It just wasn't. So he's self-aware. So I don't know what happens with him next, y'all. I don't know. I'd love to to get your ideas. Um, I could text this manager. I don't think they know. They're gonna do what they do. They're gonna fish. They're gonna fish for big fish. They're gonna keep fishing for big fish. If it doesn't happen, they go Woodley or Fury. What do you guys want to do? I bet they, they go Fury Woodley. If he wants to get two fights in this year, or he just wants one, they might do Woodley over Fury. I don't know. But if they think that Fury is gonna check the box of the casual fan, going, I want to see him fight a real boxer. Okay, okay. Is Tommy Fury your real boxer? Because he's going to knock that guy out. He's going to knock that guy out. So if you want to highlight reel, they're gonna, you're going to see Tommy Fury next. Fun night of fights, though. All this is fun. All this is fun. Massive, massive amount of views for Showtime. Huge pay-per-view numbers. Huge streaming numbers for us. It's all good in the hood when Jake Paul fights. What do you got, Jen? Uh, also over the weekend was... Uh I watched these. Dude, this card was fire. Like, there were some really good fights. It was an entertaining card. Had to watch it on... uh, uh, I recorded it. I watched uh, in bed at 1 in the morning because I was doing shows at La Jolla. Dude, La Jolla, California, I could fucking live there. If I could book all the, the, you know, the guests for my shows with King of the Sting and Fire and the Kid and, you know, Food Truck and, and, and Fight Companion, I would do it. But you just... You just can't. You just can't. Went on a bike ride out there. It was a grand old time. And uh, there's a shit ton of bikers, dude. I got <laughs> yeah, sunburned. Oh, Jay crashed on a bird. It was hilarious. I turn around because I'm like, mine was the most charged. I'm going and there's like three lights behind me. I'm like, right, they're behind me because they have the little lights late at night. Mm-hmm. And I just hear this boom, 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 boom. And I turn around, I see two lights. And that was Jay. <laughs> he got fucked up. Oh, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. But yeah, if I could do my job, I'd move to La Jolla tomorrow. Just can't, man. But I did catch the fights on uh, later that night on replay. Chikazi, is that how you say it? Yeah, Chikazi. Chikazi, yeah, he's a monster, dude. He's a fucking monster. I think a lot of people thought Barboza was going to have a, a speed advantage and really didn't. Chikazi's a beast, man. You look at his background, that fight was tailor-made for him. He looked fantastic. Fantastic. The ultimate fighter winners, uh, Brian Battle looked good. Ricky is a uh, stud as well. And then your MVP of the entire card would be Daniel Rodriguez. Again, they give him a monster on short notice. 
and he shows up mm-hmm. he shows up um the unanimous decision i thought was a little over the top Same. i would have had a split decision yep. just because of the takedowns you know the the takedowns to me are still a big deal um but rodriguez uh did some damage man he he had him on uh on wobbly street a few times that daniel rodriguez is a bad mama jamma mm-hmm. you him a full camp dude kevin lee has some deep digging to do man to figure it out you know that's a, that's a tough loss for him Mershart got it done. Submission, that wasn't surprising. Uh, Abdul Razak is a fucking monster with that head kick in 17 fucking seconds. Dustin Jacoby had a great knockout. Um, yeah, it's a good, good card, man. Good card. Now the Ultimate Fighter's over. Also, thank God. It's just not what it is. But let's be real. You guys know it's not. Uh, the Dana White Contender Series is back, which is a much better product. It's just more entertaining. You don't have all the you know the real world shit and you know the the reality show stuff. You have real fighters fights. foaming at the mouth to win fights, and they go for it, man. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend as well, but this is an Invicta. It's one of the craziest knockouts I've seen, and it's for the championship too. Hold up one sec. Was this on Fight Pass or something? I think so. Yeah. Oh no, it's uh, ESPN Plus. I think. Oh, that poor girl. I know. She was out on her feet, and the ref's like, no, nah, you yeah. got this. Sika! No, I don't. People were saying it's like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Finish her. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, she was like, yeah. And then, boom. Finish her. Hikush. That was Such sick. A sick knockout. Got a straight kick to the face, dude. <laughs> what a great Fatality. knockout. Uh, so this is about the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley thing. Remember, uh, Faraz Ahabi sort of accused Jake Paul, you know, of taking PEDs, which I think is kind of a cheap thing. Like, but we're, we're just gonna pretend. So the reason the how can, <laughs> it came Faraz. up, I know. <laughs> All right, so apparently he was doing a question and answer thing on his uh on his what a podcast youtube channel sure and then someone just asked that question what and then it? he just answered like he was, oh, he, oh he didn't bring you no 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 so, oh, so he's okay. asking that's questions. different oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He, he's a great dude mm-hmm. he's a brilliant mind too but also yeah <laughs> well according to the commission they didn't test and then this is t wood as of today i believe oh yeah. thanks for all the support really appreciate the love let's talk okay ropes can keep you up and ropes can keep you up and no drug tests the fuck they take my P4 in the back. Run it back. Dave Chappelle said so. Shit seems fishy in Cleveland. Let's run it in St. Louis. Run it back. Dave Chappelle said so. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. If Dave Chappelle said run it back, we should do what he says. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is a tough, tough loss to swallow for Woodley, man. You know, he just wasn't active enough. Same shit that happened to him, uh, you know, with his past UFC fights. Just not aggressive enough. Um, you know, he lost that fight. I, g- I give him at least, you know, I give him three rounds. Mm. Two, two's for sure. Two for sure. Three's a little generous, but, you know, I had money on Woodley, so I gave him three, but they lost the fight. Yeah. And you said that he wasn't aggressive. And this is, I'm only bringing this up because you like that podcast from DJ Academics. Yeah. Yeah, right? So DJ Academics wrote this on his Twitter. I understand why people are saying it's rigged. Hella times, would, hella times Woodley would hit Jake Paul with a shot and had no follow-up. It's almost like he'll hit him and wait for him to recover like 
Hey, you good? Yeah. It looked like that for a little bit. No, no. Like he was just hesitant. No, no. Not rigged. It, it, not rigged. Not rigged in any facet. I think Woodley's thing was, in, in, there's something planted in the back of his mind is, all right, man, if I do lose this fight by decision, it sucks. It's not the end of the world. If I get flatlined like Nate Robinson, I'm going to be a meme for the next. It's gonna be, that's going to really that. be like the face of my career. Like yeah, that's yeah. going to be what I'm known for. So I'm not letting that happen. So I'm not going to open myself to that. Super scrutiny. careful. Then, so yeah. that's what he was doing. But I, I also think this narrative of this happens with successful people. I think for a lot of these people, I'm not saying DJ Academics, I'm actually a fan of him. He, he trolls a lot, which is whatever. Um, I think it's hard for them to comprehend that a guy like Jake Paul can dedicate himself to boxing and be this successful. Because to them, it's insane, right? Like, what? Because they can't understand it, so they hate on it. That's mm. what happens. Like, a lot of these guys, oh, it's rigged. It's like, or like even Bradley Martin, who I love, but he's like, man, you think this is real? I'm like, dude, come on, man. So I, I think it's tough. So that's that's the easy thing to go to. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a conspiracy theory, right? It's yeah. so much fun to say this thing's rigged or, you know, this is a conspiracy or this conspiracy or there's just bad people out there and people fucked up with these conspiracies. With this, it's like, or Jake Paul's just actually not bad at boxing and dedicated his life to it and got Woodley at the perfect time and Woodley, just like he has for the past three years, didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. There's that. He's been doing that. and But also... Like DJ Academics are no fighting. <laughs> Ask him his uh, Woodley's last four opponents. He doesn't fucking know. You know, you know. I'm not hating, but a lot of these, like even Schultz, like he's no fighting like that. So it's so much easier just to go. It's the easiest thing to go. Oh, it's rigged. Really, really. Name five other opponents Woodley's fought. Go. Oh, you can't. Okay. Okay. So this this is it's like the easy thing to do, you yeah. know. It's like when people hate on Kevin Hart or Drake. Oh, he's not. Oh, Drake's not good. Okay, okay. Weird, because he sells out everywhere he goes, makes millions and millions of dollars. Ah, he's not good. Kevin Hart's not funny. Okay, you know he's the most successful comedian of all time. Yeah, but he's not funny. Okay. You're going to get people to rally around this type of stuff, right? Like, if you went, man, hats off Jake Paul. The guy's the real deal. Woodley's still my boy. He fought hard, but just didn't get it done. That's not going to – that doesn't trend. Like, the, in, uh, on social media, too, which isn't shit. But it's like, this guy, he boxed and become the new WWE, dog. <laughs> 27 retweets. Fucking, yeah, it is, dude. Fucking, fuck yeah, bro. Shit more script than WWE, man. Oh, yeah? Have you watched any other boxing ever? Oh, you don't know the sport? Okay. Okay. Oh, you don't know that Woodley's constantly had a problem pulling the trigger in his last fucking five fights? Okay. Oh, you don't know how to score or judge boxing? I'm going to listen to your take, dude. <laughs> and the amount of trouble you can get into is insane. If you even thought of rigging something, you'd be destroyed. I guess I have to say this because <clears throat> people actually think it's rigged, which is it's the world we live in these days. Um, Showtime's not going to play that game. No. Woodley's not going to put his entire mm -hmm. reputation on the line to lose to a YouTuber. It's just not happening, guys. I'm so sorry, guys. Well, there you go. And this also happened at the fight. Fans fought each other. And I, when I saw this fight, this kid is just... <laughs> I feel bad for this kid. The kid on the right? Yeah. He looks like he's about to get beat up. Yep. Play real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, and then his big kid friend gets fucked up too? Oh, no. Oh. Oh, he's just fucked up. Bro, this pack sun is lit. Just a bunch of chads going at it, all hopped up on some seltzers. Oh my god! There's young white kids in that crowd that can't fight. That's no, just no, God, no. Yeah. But they I, maybe because they think Jake does it. They, like, they you know. <laughs> he flexed on them just like the Joe Schilling dude. And then got knocked. Yep, yep. same thing. Yeah, it's good for these young kids to, to learn. That. Yep. This was cool. LeBron actually tweeted about Jake. Basically, he's jumping. Should have a. Should have flew, flew back, to, back the to the crib. Because, you know, Jake's from Cleveland. Yeah. Did it for Cleveland. Damian Maya and uh, Rivera, the guy from New York. Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy Rivera. They both got released. Oh, damn. Yeah. I it's like kind Jimmy of a bummer. Rivera. Yeah. He never found his footing in the UFC. He, he was, was great for a while. a monster at World Series. So now Dylan Dennis is wondering if he could grapple with Damian Maya. Yeah, and watch Chael's, that. Yeah, Chael's promotion, Submission Underground. Interesting. I'm sure Chael would get that done. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. All right. So here are some fight announcements. Michael Chandler didn't sign the contract yet, but now he said he's, it's signed, and they're they're on for sure for November 6th Hell with uh, Justin Gaethje. Yeah. What a fight, man. Gaethje Chandler, mm-hmm. great fucking fight. But he still doesn't want to take the vaccine, you know, the whole vaccination thing. So it's Is this in New like, York? Yep, Madison Square Garden. That'll be fine. The commissions, the, the, city, the way they run the city, they're a bunch they're of the workers. worst. <laughs> and so when people flex on them, they get scared, so... And the UFC's already flexed. I'm like, Dana, when they're like, everybody has to be vaccinated. He's like, cool, we're doing Vegas. Like, whoa, whoa, we need the money. Be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Rogan, he's like, I'm not doing it for everybody's vaccinated. Like, hey, all right, dude. All right, be cool, man. Also this, Rose Namajunas and Zhang Weili 2 is also on UC 268. Your, boy, your girl Zhang about to get fucked up again. This will confirm whether or not that was like a fluke. Her coach was like, uh, she was getting booed in America. That's why she got beat up. It's like. That was one what? of the weirder excuses. Did yeah. you guys think she was going to be a f- crowd favorite over Rose, I who's know. American? And lovable. Yeah. All right. There's that. And there's also this. Cheeto Vera, your boy. And yeah. Cheeto. Got a big boy. Yeah. Got a big Same dog card. on the line. It's a great fight. It's a tough fight for, Mar- or for Vera. Definitely. I love Frankie too, but got to root for my boy Cheeto. It's a big name for him. Yeah. Huge name. I guess they offered that Frank Yeager fight to, this is according to uh, uh, Josh Thompson. They mm-hmm. offered the fight to Sugar Sean, his team turned it down. But also remember, Sugar Sean didn't want to fight in New York. Sean thinks he can walk through Frankie, rightfully so. He should feel that way. He just didn't want to fight in New York because of taxes and yeah. his coach isn't going to be there. So that's why they filled it with Cheeto. Uh, this is a cool matchup too. Cowboy Oliveira and Nico Price. That's a great fight. Yeah, you see fight at 192. I got Nico Price in that. And that's Nico at the Price has like sucks. nine kids. He does have a family. Fantastic. And crazy shoulders. He's the craziest body. He looks like Andrew Schultz on TRT. This is another quick one. Jessica I and Andrea KGB Lee. That's a fine night in, in November. All right. And then we'll jump to this. So Chris Matino has another fight now. A guy named Aaron Phillips. And then I brought this up because Sean O'Malley says he can't believe that Motino is actually going to fight before him. Because his knuckles Stunt. still hurt from fighting Catino. Yeah, the Catino kid earned a bunch of fans, man. People uh-huh. love that kid. When's that kid fighting? October twenty third. Wow. Yeah. So even if uh, Sugar Sean took the fight in New York, he's still fighting before him. Yeah. What a badass. Yep. Jamal Charlo. I mean, Felony charges against him 
over a bar tab at a restaurant. Did he touch anybody? You just didn't pay the bill? No, no. So it was weird. I guess the his card got declined a couple times. Huh. Because, you know, because fraud alert it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. had that before. So then shut it down because someone stole it. They think something's happening. Yeah, because yeah. it was a twenty three hundred dollar bar tab. So that's pretty expensive for a bar tab. Yeah, that's all the money. Yeah, and then uh, the waitress came back and she's he, according to Charlo's lawyer, like she said, she lost the card. So he got upset about that. And then, she said she lost. Yeah, that's fishy. I wouldn't pay it either. <laughs> Meaning, I'd be like, "What? What do you mean you lost money? You went from here to there. That doesn't make sense." Yeah. So they're saying that he walked out without paying. Uh, his lawyer said that he would never. You know, obviously he doesn't. He's not going to walk out on a bill. No. So that's what's going on right now. He wasn't trying to walk the tab. It's very, very clear he was trying to pay. Yeah, he gave her a card and she lost it. Well, the surveillance really had no audio. The affidavit says that Charlo yelled that he would fuck you all's shit up. Shit up. The text, okay, uh, places another fair intimate body injury that the crime is punishable. Because of that accusation that he said that, that's where he got those felony charges. Yeah, sounds yeah. like, sounds like uh, it started with them uh, losing his card. Yeah, who knows what happened there. But I suspect. cannot imagine someone who's a, basically a celebrity walking out on a bill. No. no. I mean, that does happen, but I don't think Charlie <laughs> would do that. All right. Uh, Vitor Belfort, check out his body now. Dude, he's going to start Josh Delahoy. Look I at no. A ju- Vitor's on all the acai, dude. A juicy Vitor is so awesome. Yep. He looks good. Definitely. He's going to beat the shit out of Australia, kids. <laughs> this is also cool. Michael Bisping signed another four-year extension as a commentator. Yeah, he's great on there, man. He's great. He's amazing. Hopefully they're paying him. I wonder how much they make. They got to make some. Not a ton. Damn, that's a trip. Unless your name's Joe Rogan. Not a ton. Maybe since he's the extension, maybe they they paid up. Yeah. Remember Jorge Masvidal has his promotion, fighting promotion? Who does? Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. And then Bigfoot Silva was was supposed to fight uh, that guy in Nicholson. Tell me Bigfoot's not fighting. He's not fighting. Oh, good. They didn't tell you, they didn't say why, but now your boy Jack May is taking his place. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Beard Uncle? No, these are just regular MMA. And okay. th- these are super old pictures, but yeah. Yeah, those are the oldest <laughs> pictures. Oh. Those are like tap out day pictures. What? Yeah, it is, it is. And this is also topology. So there you oh, go. There you go. Uh, this I saw on ESPN, and this is why I wanted Edson to win. Have you seen this video yet? No. Okay. <laughs> Just watch. Who won? Who won? Who won? Me? Never. Never. One day, when you get bigger and stronger, you can beat me. But I still beat you, bro. Bro. Look at me. I'm a bigger, I'm a stronger, and I'm your daddy. <laughs> You're never gonna beat me. <laughs> you got emotion, bro? Why? <laughs> He's so emotional, kid. That's tough. tough. Yeah. All right. Now this is kind of funny. So here's a promo for Anderson Silva and Tito Ortiz. I don't know why this is funny to me. It just seems kind of cheesy, but I'll play it for you. Mind. I'll be a fighter for the rest of my life. I'm here because I love it. 
I'm gonna try to punch through Anderson's of his face. <laughs> you won't. Let's go! I don't know what it is. It's just it feels a little yeah. cheesy, but yeah, yeah, that's a tough fight for Tito, man. All right, I think that's it for current events. Nice, man. Those are good. Cool. And these are the fights. Yeah, your oh, boy Till's exactly. fighting this weekend, yep. man. Till Brunson. Uh, I was watching the on uh, BT Sport Till on there. God, he he seems emotional, man. He's doing this interview and he can't be bothered with it, and he just you know that I, he, there's so much pressure on Till to win this fight. He looks in shape though. I mean, he that's looks one phenomenal, thing. man. He has some issue with me. I don't know why, but I still root for the guy. Um, mm. Till versus Izzy is is the fight I want to see, and he knows if he can get past Derek Brunson, that's that's it, man. With his notoriety and stuff like that, all he has to do is get by Brunson. It's a big if. Whenever there's a lot of pressure, you know, in Darren Till's history in the UFC, he doesn't really show up. This is the one you need to show up. You got to show up, Till. I pray to God he shows up and gets it done. For his fan base, for Liverpool. Um, Brunson's no punk, though, man. He's won four in a row, and uh, he's been fighting forever. This is a really, really good fight. I don't agree with the odds. I know they have Till as a favorite. I, I would have this as an even money fight based off Till's mindset. We don't know where he's at. If a guy ever needed to win the UFC and there's a fork in the road, this would be the fight. Mm. Till has got to win this fucking fight. Otherwise, it, it's over. The ride's over. You lose this one, the ride's over. So I'm rooting for him, man. Hopefully you win, buddy. But here, here's what's interesting is Darren Till, big name for sure. That Patty Pimble, Pimblet. Pimblet? Mm -hmm. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's, a he's the next face of European fighting. He's a fucking stud. Um, there's so much hype around this kid. More hype than Darren Till had. Probably not as much hype as Connor had, but God, man, this kid got it. Mm -hmm. Speaks well, super showman. He, he's a monster. He, he's the one you're going to want to watch on this card. I mean, obviously the main event's the big boy, but that Patty kid is a real talent, man. A real, real talent. He's a fucking monster. Good card, man. I'll be watching. Good luck, Mr. Till. And then uh, Patty, I, he needs to get it done in, in fashion, too. I'm telling you, the kid has it. Mm -hmm. The kid has it. He has that X factor. Is that it, dude? That's it. All right, kids. Love you. Go on vacation with the fam. But um, next for me, September 9th through 11th, I'm in San Jose, San Jose, California. San Jose Improv is September 9th through 11th. The squad will be there. David Lukish, Pell Lacey, the whole squad is coming with me. And then the big boy, San Antonio, Texas, September 24th through 25th. One show Friday, one show Saturday. And then Denver, Colorado, September 30th through October 2nd. Get your tickets at FATKZ.com or thickboy.com. And if you didn't see the Calabas Fight Companion of Jake Paul Woodley, go watch it right now. It's available on YouTube. It's also available on the Fire and the Kid audio uh, channel for anywhere you get podcasts. All right? Love you guys. Till next time, be safe, stay thick. See ya.